2: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp with this cityscape and no background with a green screen. So here we are. It's the What Do You Guys Want to Talk About podcast. Uh, Jimmy Van is out of the office today, so I got to pick up the slack for him. And what I do on those weeks, instead of scrambling for a co-host, I give you a bit of a preview of our FightfulSelect.com service, which is only $5. Look at my fingers. Listen, I ain't giving you that much of a discount. My fingers are disappearing. It's Oh, no, it's $5 a month, and we do a Q&A there every single week. This show is completely Super Chat, Humper Chat driven. So if you want to uh, get your question statement read on the air, discussed on the air, answered on the air, you dictate pretty much how long this show goes. It can go an hour. It can go about 12 minutes. Uh, as long as the Super Chats and Humper Chats keep rolling in, I'm here, Uh, Humperchats.com also gets it done, and if you want to at Humperchats.com, you can leave your question or statement uh, before we go on the air as well, but I just did a bit of a pre-show over there, and as we speak, I'm working on a very interesting Fightful Select story. I am hoping that I can get this confirmed in time for me to run it. But uh, we have news on Carl Anderson, New Japan, WWE. What's going on there? When their deal was done, uh, we had news on multiple AEW signings, and we're gonna have more this week on FightfulSelect.com. So subscribe. It's only five bucks. Every other couple or every couple of weeks, you also get Ask Grapsity too. So maybe you hate me. Maybe you don't like me. Well, you might not also like the Grapsity guys, but at least you can get a Q and A from them as well uh, suck deep buddy. Wow. Says, I hope Chael Sonnen blesses you with infinite scoops. I don't know what you mean by that, but, uh, we, this is a fun story and this was not a super chat, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Once upon a time, we reached out to Chael Sonnen and were discussing possibly bringing him on as a full-time podcast host. Now it was so inconsequential that he wouldn't even remember it, but uh, we had a guy named Showdown Joe Ferraro who did our MMA like full time for for the first few years of Fightful. He was great; was one of my favorite people to do shows with. But um, he had a connection with Chael Sonnen, and as a result, Chael Sonnen was one of my first Fightful interviews. And you know, we had Matt Riddle, Shane Helms, uh, Elias Theodoru, Rest His Soul, Sean Pearson, Frank Trigg. Uh, we had a lot of wrestling personalities: Russo, uh, I roll. But we had a lot of wrestling and MMA personalities on the air at Fightful. And I was like, well, if you want to get one, let's get Chael Sonnen. And we heard how much he wanted and we're like, eh, I don't know about that. Well, if I would have known how much he wanted compared to what Jimmy spent on ads that year, I would have said, do it anyway. And he would still be here, hopefully with Fightful. Because uh, I would have I would have asked him to foot that bill in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. Heartbeat, I would have loved to have had Chael Sonnen uh, on Fightful, but uh, some other names we reached out to, like for post-shows. I think I even reached out to Ryback at one point when he when he was uh, just released, but Sean Oliver was the name that I reached out to. Brian Zane, I don't think he'll remember that, uh, but uh, I feel like X-Pac as well, and ended up not going that route, but yeah, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. Uh, We're going to start with Tony P says when NXT UK was first floated around, a lot of the UK and European fans weren't happy along with some of the promotions and wrestlers raising the alarm about the impact NXT UK would have on the British indie scene in hindsight with most of the fears coming true. And Tony continues and says, with Shawn Michaels on that post scrum, our post show scrum confirming new Japan or NXT Mexico and Japan in 2023, do you believe you can do a report on how any prom- or any promotions and wrestlers over there feel about it? If they have the same worries, the UK scene had pay issues for those who join, etc. I love this shit. I absolutely love it. When people like Tony give me feedback on what they want to hear me report, like, and, and not in a sarcastic way. I love that. I'm always looking for like what you guys want me to find out, out about because I'll find out plenty of stuff on my own, but I, I'm here for you guys. I want, to know what you guys are after. So yeah, I'm absolutely going to ask about that. Uh, with Japan, it'll probably be a little bit more difficult uh, because in addition to, it's it's harder to find people that, that translate Japanese to uh, English and vice versa. But yeah, I'll absolutely ask. And I just don't think that anybody expects NXT Mexico or Japan as hastily as it was announced on that, that fantastic, uh, scrum call with Shawn Michaels to have the impact that an NXT UK did. And one of those reasons is because the benefit of hindsight, they know how to better prepare. But also if you're going into Mexico, well, you've got CMLL and AAA and other places that are far more established and uh, have a bigger foothold to compete with. If you're going into Japan, you have New Japan, All Japan, Noah, a lot of stuff. Uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro stardom to compete with. Whereas in the UK, of course, there were good promotions. There weren't as many doing full time deals, though, or providing people full time work. You know, you had you had progress, and you had a lot of great stuff over there. But and I, I loved uh, Insane Championship Wrestling. I loved that. But you didn't quite have that foothold that a AAA, a CMLL, a a NOAA, or a New Japan have as well. But uh, guys, I'll tell you one thing. And DDT, as King of the North says, like you've got all these other things there that the UK didn't quite have. So WWE got to come along and just pillage anybody that they wanted and take whoever they wanted and say, oh, well, here you go. This is going to be great. And uh, trust us on this. But also, they do have the benefit of a new regime. So that new regime is going to develop a whole lot of confidence as well. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Andrew the Giant says, How do WWE select what NXT people are on main event? And what sort of help they are given to travel? Similar with the bump guests. Um, I, I don't know what you mean by that. But they're flown in. They're put up and all that stuff. Um, as far as who they select, it's who they they want to get a look at. And it's not hard and fast. The hard and fast, like, oh, this person's getting their looks. They're coming up. That was done last year with Bronson Reed, Jonah, especially. You saw that with Dakota Kai. You saw that. They were working main event and dark matches all the time. Now, again, whatever happened four or five months ago, a lot of that you throw out the window because this is Triple H's vision. It's Nick Khan's vision. It is Stephanie McMahon's vision, and it is not Vince McMahon's. Whereas, obviously, Triple H would love to have a Jonah Bronson-Reed, and he did love, it. of course, he'd love to have Dakota Kai, because he has Dakota Kai, and he got her back. Uh, But it is to see how they perform in front of a a bigger crowd. It is beginning to resemble a lot more of the 2001-2002 dark matches that we see. Here's a good Fightful Select plug for you. Over there, uh, when we first started, I did about... 30 editions of something called Dark Match Commentary, where I found dark matches, WWF dark matches primarily, but also uh, WCW and some others. Uh, And they're from, a lot of them, I'd say about 70% are from that era with Shelton Benjamin, Brock Lesnar, um, Randy Orton, Batista, but there's also like Ron Waterman, Rico Constantino, a lot of people like that that didn't end up getting Big runs or extended runs are becoming megastars. And they would get looks at these people by bringing them in in front of these crowds and traveling. That way you're not in front of the same people all the time.
0: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.
2: Eloquent says, any update on Andrade? Uh, he's got a signing coming up. Um, I'll give you guys a bit of a background on this. I almost talked to Andrade uh, shortly after that incident. And I was told, well, you know what? He better talk to to AEW first. So I feel like if he was really trying to get fired, he just would have done that damn interview. Ricardo says, thoughts on Sean Mop Sap winning your position? Listen, if, listen, I love doing the scoops game and I love getting scoops for you guys and I do it because I'm good at it and I recognize that I'm better at that than most people. But if I could like review fried chicken with pro wrestlers and earn the same amount for my family, I would do that instead. Be a lot less stressful. Andrew the Giant says, thoughts on Halloween Havoc's favorite match, worst match I enjoyed, but thought the pacing was worse than normal. Uh, The pacing was worse than normal. To me, Um, I I don't like to put a lot of negativity out there in that sense, but I can tell you one thing that that stood out to me, just completely separate of of the match. Uh, Now I love Braun Breaker, Ilya Dragunov, JD. That that's an easy one. That's an easy one. The ladder match, easy one. Love those. Loved how how I mean there was like this sort of edge to that ladder match, but. Braun Breaker is in there working with two guys who are completely different than him. And he's going out there and he's doing business. But I'll tell you the match that stood out and said something to me. Julius Creed is that guy. Julius Creed is so good. And listen, his brother's good too, but Julius Creed gets it. And the funny thing is, Kemp gets it too, man. Like, you know, they put all that stock into Gable and. Listen you got you got two sets of potential Steiner brothers there. So you want if you can get Gable and Brutus just like relatively near these two. Oh my god man. Two sets of Steiner brothers? Give me that. My god. Like the matches that these these four guys can hopefully have together, but Julius Creed fucking rules man. And you know I had some pretty strong feelings about the adjustments to the Diamond Mine initially. I love Stokely Hathaway's work. He's amazing. Um they should still have him. That's their fault. Arturo Huas probably best that they dropped him. Uh Marina Shafir they could have used her. She I think she's good. But Ivy Nile, my god, look at her. That that she has a unique charisma as well. Julius Creed, look at him. Brutus Creed's going to be real good too. Um <clears throat> God damn, man. I look at that and I'm like, all right, whoever recruited them did really, really good. Who do you see getting called up in 2023? Um, I think Alba Fire will get called up. I think Katana and Kaden will get called up. I think I, they got to combine those tag team titles at some point. Toxic Attraction will be up there. Man, listen, I know that that Mandy gets a lot of a play for, for, you know, for a title run, and that Gigi is what she is and people like her. Every time I see J.C. Jane in front of a main roster crowd, I go, God damn, man, she gets it too. Like, her facial expressions, that charisma that she possesses when she walks out to the ring. Now, I look at it and I go, damn, she's got it. And then, of course, you know, there are the obvious ones, like Carmelo Hayes, Braun Breaker stands a good chance. Uh, I... I think a lot of this hinges on how guys like Johnny Gargano do on the main roster and, and Candice LeRae. And we'll see, we'll, we'll start to see how talent is developed accordingly because he's a smaller guy, but he can wrestle his ass off, has personality. Connor says, just upgraded my Fightful select membership. Can't wait to read, read Jimmy's book finishing mocks. Really like Jericho and JR's. Any wrestling books you recommend? Yes, Brian Danielson's. Absolutely. All of Mick Foley's are really good. Uh, I've enjoyed all of Jericho's, but please read Brian Danielson's book. What else do we got here? Get in those super chats. Get in those hamper chats. But listen, I've had people in the past say, you know what? I'm in Iran. I can't subscribe to Fightful Select. I can't do it. They won't let me. Buddy, do I have some good news for you, if I can find the image. Damn it, I've got the one additional month free there. No, 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 no. How about this? NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you four additional months free. I got I got to get on the ball, man. Four additional months free with nordvpn.com slash fightful i truly love this sponsor uh, i use this every single day every single day i'm doing it this past weekend uh, ufc 280 i could have spent i think it's 70 dollars for a ufc pay-per-view now uh, but instead i have nordvpn.com slash fightful i change my virtual location with just one click i subscribe to those overseas services and as a result I get that pay-per-view at a much more affordable rate. You can get AEW+, Plus, where you don't have to watch commercials. Uh, There's going to be some other good news for a lot of good companies. Sign up to FightfulSelect.com, and you'll have access to that. But with NordVPN.com slash Fightful, it will enhance your viewing experience for wrestling, for boxing, for MMA, for all that stuff. And you're going to end up saving money with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. In addition, they have three great tiers that have a pass, a locker, a VPN. You can choose what you want, but, you know, you change your virtual location to New Zealand or, you know, Indonesia, and you get access to all that good stuff. Maybe you missed the WDB network. This allows you to get that back, get that wonderful interface back that uh, actually, you know, we we took that for granted. Not anymore with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. It works on all your devices. Router, desktop, laptop, PC, phone, all that good stuff. And it blocks online trackers, malware. You don't want that. But you do want NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Let me tell you guys, working working on something to continue working with them through 2023, that makes me happy. I love those freaking guys. And I love that you guys keep supporting it because uh, nothing makes me happier than promoting stuff on here that I am passionate about and legitimately believe in. And this is a great product. Tom Brady says, Do you see that NXT angle from last night resulting in a Dragunov call-up? <sighs> no, not yet. Not yet. Um, but Adam Weller giving you a nice little tip right here on Raw and SmackDown with NordVPN. I don't see that. And I want to give you more for your, your money here, but... I could, I could honestly see him being like added to, um, added to a a, a team or something like that. I just don't think they're calling him up yet. I could be wrong. Do you see Nick Aldis or Mickey signing with WWE? Um, I would like to see them both in WWE. If Mickey's not going to go to AEW or do any AEW appearances, which I hope she does before she, she says that she wants to retire, but I think she's still so good in the ring. But I, I would love to see Nick Aldis and Mickey have a crack at it in WWE, to be honest with you. I think they'd be very good. Even though Nick doesn't like me. What else we got here? Sean Breslin says, rewatched your podcast with Denise about your GCW Battle Royal spot and really enjoyed it. Would you consider doing one about your experiences on QuizzleMania, both separately and as a team, FTF, Team Donghammer? Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, might be something I do on select, but that podcast with Denise is one of my favorite podcasts I've ever done. Like we talked about the entire process of the GCW spot and all that. And I get it. There's there's a lot of people that that criticized me for doing a wrestling spot in my position. And you know, they, they, they're like, oh well, you're gonna play favorites now. You're gonna be biased. Uh well all I can do is assure you that I won't ever be and that I appreciate if it's a good faith concern, I take it into consideration, but if it's bad faith, I don't really give a shit. I'm just going to do whatever I want anyway. And if you don't like it, you can find somebody else to get info from and that's okay. Open to criticism, but I'm going to have fun. Uh, If I can physically do something like that and I want to do it, I'm going to do it. And uh, if you don't like it, you ain't got to subscribe, but that show was a lot of fun and I'd love to do one on those as well. Meet Norma says, what's good, Sean, any info on the elite return? Uh, they're in Norfolk, Virginia for dynamite. Uh, just a couple of miles from North Carolina. Fightfulselect.com. I'm, I'm, I'm working on something. Fightfulselect.com. My Solko says any truth. Johnny Swinger is going to break his contract to go work for Vince Jr. in New York. No, <laughs> that's not true, but congrats on him for signing a new deal. Johnny says, what, in your opinion, are the chances we see Punk in WWE? Mm, 30% maybe. Have you heard anything about the backstage reaction at AEW about Ara Hawani? Era Hawani's Helwani? Era comments about his interview with Tony Khan. Listen, Ara Hawani is a, is a major inspiration to me. Like He is one of the reasons that my interview style is the way that it is, that I cover things the way that I do, that I have the attitude that I approach this with where... I'll kind of give it back to people here and there, but, uh, I, you know, his opinions are his opinions, but honestly, it hasn't been brought up to me one time. It hasn't been brought up to me at all of all the, the, the pundits and commentators and stuff that I think that some of my, my, uh, people that I talk to in wrestling pay too much attention to and put too much stock into. Uh, I actually haven't heard anything regarding Ariel. I know WWE was happy to hear those criticisms, but, Um, I, he's entitled to his opinion, man, whether I agree with him or not. Andy Ragg says, do you see Brian signing a new contract with AEW after Mox and Jericho? Do you ever see Brian winning that AEW world championship? Yes, I do see him winning that world championship. I do see him signing a new contract, but I mean, he's only a year in. He's got at least two, he's got almost two more years. And from what I always understood and heard, he maintained a very, very great relationship with Vince McMahon specifically, and said that um, you know a lot of his alliance was to Vince McMahon. And I know that doesn't necessarily sit well with a lot of people now, but um, he thought very highly of Vince McMahon, and that's where I think a lot of that that stood. But you know, he didn't know Tony Khan when he came in, so to say that. He wouldn't go back for whatever situation. Maybe he wants to try WWE in a different different way. Um, I think I don't think anything's out of the possibility, out of the realm of possibility. But he's got a good schedule right now too. Dennis says Athena versus Jody threat issue seems like it was overblown, mentioned casually on Elevation. How is Athena's rep backstage over this hastily reported? It wasn't hastily reported. I reported it, and I can tell you, I. I was wrong initially and in saying eh, nothing here. And then people were like swinging a miss. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not above saying that I was wrong there. I thought it was just a typical Jody threat match and they were being physical. Then I was told, Nope, she got lost in the match, tried to get it back on track, asked Athena to help. And Athena kind of laid some in and uh, was throwing some stuff pretty stiffly there. I can tell you, Jody Threat didn't complain. Athena didn't complain. They were approached backstage about it. They both said, nope, all good. But um, people around Jody definitely took issue with it, even if she didn't, because she's tough as hell, tough as nails. I've been tooting that horn for over three years. To, she should be signed somewhere. She looks amazing. She wrestles amazing. She's got a great attitude. Uh, she works really hard. She helps a lot of people. I think she's the type of person you want to have on your roster. Um, I think that Athena probably realized she laid it in there. And that's just me saying that because, you know, she did the hug and the, the arm raise. I don't think it was overblown at all. I think it was reported accordingly. I think the initial reaction online was overblown. I don't think it was as bad as what people were indicating. It was at first but then when, you know, we, we I still got to report the facts, even if they don't back up how I individually feel, it doesn't matter. That's it, not, I don't report to uh, to make myself correct in those situations. So uh, it's the facts are the facts. That's what happened. They were approached about it. They said, not a big deal. And they should play into it for heat. K775 says, have you heard anything about Survivor Series card? Nope, not besides war games at all. Not besides war games. Get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. It's getting kind of dry in here. So get in those Super Chats. Get in those Humper Chats. It would mean an awful lot. Uh, Coming to Fightful Select, we're going to have more news on signings this week. Uh, Lots of of really cool news coming to FightfulSelect.com. And again, I'm working on one right now, trying to get one sort of finalized and, and done and, and good to go. But, uh, time, time will tell, right? Time will tell. I'll see what I can do, but you know what, you know what time has told me it's that I can't eat cereal anymore. Psych. I go through that cereal aisle all the time. And I look at all the junk they put on the shelves and I'm like, man, you know what, if you're a kid's great time, for cereal and all that they make cereal out of everything but for me as an adult maybe not the greatest time for cereal oh wait yeah it is because now i can have all those flavors without the guilt thanks to magicspoon.com slash fifle they have innovated and changed the game with sugary cereals they spent time to perfect that crunchy texture develop a great variety of flavors i mean all of them cocoa fruity frosted peanut butter blueberry muffin maple waffle honey nut cookies and cream cinnamon roll and when you go to magicspoon.com slash fightful and grab a custom bundle of cereal you can try it yourself use our promo code fightful at checkout to save five dollars off your order and how about this all those flavors none of the guilt 0 grams of sugar, 13-14 grams of protein, 4 or 5 net grams of carbs in each serving. Low carb, keto friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, only 140 calories per serving and a 100% happiness guarantee. If For some reason you don't like it, we'll give you your money back. No questions asked. So if for some reason you don't like delicious cereal, you don't you, you maybe you want to feel guilty. Money back guarantee. There's a flavor for everybody. You want this stuff. My favorite thing about Magic Spoon is like when when I eat normal cereals. Let me get this thing off there. I would go back and forth to the cupboard. Like, listen, you give me a family size box of regular cereal. I'm eating half that because, I mean, it's just empty. You're going to be hungry again very, very shortly, right? That's, that's, that's why it ends up being so bad for you as well. And uh, with Magic Spoon, one serving, I'm good to go. I feel good. Get those super chats, humper chats in. We only got one more to read as of right now, but Mr. C.J. Lily, ah, oh, I'm closing my eyes and I'm going to predict our boy Mr. C.J. Lilly about to ask about Alexa Bliss. Hey, SRS, right. just want to get your thoughts on Alexa's interview with Metro where she explains how all the hate and cruelty she gets affects her and with her contract up next year, I think this is a big reason she'll leave entirely. So, you know, we like to have our fun about Mr. CJ Lilly, big Alexa Bliss fan. Uh, bless you, my friend. Thank you so much for, for investing in us and caring enough to, uh, to uh, send this super chat. I, I agree with her. There are far too many people who watch this show or do anything like this and they get far too personal. You will almost never see me in my criticisms get personal with a performer. Like if they're racist or homophobic or transphobic or xenophobic, like anything like that. Yeah, of course that I'll get personal with them. I'll say, I think they're a terrible person. If I don't like their work, I'll just be like, you know what? They're not for me type of thing. But I don't know what, what Alexa possibly could have done to garner some of the, the horrible bullshit that she gets online Besides the fact that she's a woman, and in in this industry, in this line of work, despite the incredible advances and, and progress that treatment of women and women on screen and all that have experienced, and all those those leaps, there is still still whether or not you want to admit it, there is still an incredible amount of of sexism, not just underlying, not just hidden, but like bubbling, like just all over the place you the the number of people that i see specifically giving denise or kate shit and we listen we all tweet stupid shit here and there but the number and level of stuff that i see them get compared to a male that also tweets goofy shit and might get a more playful reaction because they are women is just not even fair like i can't tweet a positive thing about Britt Baker's in-ring work without her getting torn to shreds by people in the comments. And that 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 goes for almost any other woman on the roster. Same with Alexa overall and raw. Like, it it becomes evident. Like, I see what you're doing here. Like, you and you may not even think that you're doing it, but like, I'm not saying that as, as a blanket of like, that's what it all is. But there are specific comments that you see and you're like, come on now, like, Would that criticism be there if that was a male performer? Would you just scroll past? Nobody's above criticism, but when you get oddly personal, eh. Shanti says, WWE used the White Rabbit song on TV. Could be epic. If they get the the rights for it, they got to pay for it. Trey Sherman says, Is this Carl Anderson thing a work? Well, not necessarily a relationship with WWE. It seems like New Japan are working with them to finish dates. And Connor says, any chance the New Japan statement about regarding Anderson dropping the title is a work? Listen, I just posted a thing on this on Fightful Select, but you guys paid for it. I'm of the belief it's a work. I'm told that he's still got dates that he's gonna end up working. Uh, I don't know if he'll be there. I, I I think he's gonna work dates. I think he'll win a damn match, even. I from what I heard from the jump was that he wanted to work through Wrestle Kingdom like wanted to work wrestle kingdom and that that was still a go so i mean like i i look at that and i go well this is completely you know out of the blue didn't expect that to happen but i'm happy i'm very very happy um but carl anderson's almost always working brother Do you have any info on Cody Rhodes' return from injury? Do you think it's possible for him to be at Survivor Series War Games? Possible? Yeah. Likely, no. To me, it's too too good for a Rumble return, right? Like, it's too good to, to to make it at Survivor Series. If he could work War Games, I'm sure he would. But I would do Royal Rumble. But no, I haven't heard any update. Chris says, What beef between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker? Matt Rykeel says, Hey, Sean, you see Britt's interview on Swerve City Podcast. And who day? Uh, yes, I did. Um, this is not a surprise. I mean, they... have So to me, like, I hadn't even reported anything about heat from them. I just figured everybody kind of knew. They, they don't like each other. Legitimately, they don't like each other. And they haven't liked each other for a long time. But also... I feel like a lot of people took what Britt Baker said completely out of context as well. Because right before that, right before the, uh, you know, I've showed up to work injured and all that stuff, I'm sure she does look at that and say, well, can she contribute if she's doing this, this, and this? But she also said, Batman and Joker, that's me and Thunder Rosa. We are that to each other, whether we like each other or not. Pressure makes diamonds, and sometimes you need that tension to make good TV. Sometimes Brett needed Sean, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker needed one another. I can tell you, I like them both personally. I've interviewed them both multiple times and they've both been super awesome to me. It was very evident to me that they didn't like each other. They approach it in much different ways. And I respect both ways in which they approach it. One of them is a little more quiet. One of them is a little more out front. That's just the way that your attitude is towards that. And you're not going to like everybody that you work with. You're not, but I I think that um, if you're a Brit Baker, you, you probably look at yourself as a leader of the locker room, and you broken leg, broken wrist, broken nose, concussion. You worked through all that. You showed up. You did stuff in a wheelchair with a with a wrist brace on. Not everybody's injury is the same, but um, I I look at that and I think that this is these are two supremely talented over women who will probably push each other for years to come to one up one another work harder than one another uh do more than one another and then when they get in the ring they're going to make magic i think and i think that that's i think iron sharpens iron and i think that that's probably the approach that 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 they'll go with there i I, i'll tell you one thing despite that i never heard up Peep about either Britt Baker or Thunder Rosa ever having a problem with working one another, even though they didn't like each other. That's that's why it wasn't much of a story to me. It's like, well, I mean, lots of people just don't like each other, but they not only do they work with each other, they work with 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 each other fantastically. Adam Weller says, What's the strangest interview answer you've had? Um, everything with Virgil, because he had somebody in his ear. And that was that whole thing was just very, very weird. Very weird. Tom Brady says, Any news on Hit Row's partner or Ronda's opponent for SmackDown? Not a peep. I haven't heard a thing. I'm sorry. Um, Meet Normus says, With Maria Canellis in the fold for AEW, do you think that's enough to satisfy Sasha Naomi creatively in addition to a big bag? Those staring down Jaden the baddie sounds like money to me. Um, As far as I know, and this is what we reported on FightfulSelect.com today, Maria Canellis is there as a talent, not in the creative aspect of things. So um, as of now, she is just there as a performer. And I'm sure she'd be open to additionally doing things. Gulam says, update on Punk, what are your thoughts on impossibly staying? Wishful thinking for me. First time super chat. Love your work. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. As I appreciate everybody who who donates super chats here. If if I had my way, personally, Sean Rossap had my way. Um, CM Punk would have a moment of clarity. He would hold a locker room meeting. And he would say, the way that I approach things was wrong. He's like, I can't help how I felt or how what I was frustrated by. But the way that I approach things in burying effectively the entire company and the accomplishments of those companies and, and those in the company, that was not right. It's not wrong for him to be frustrated. It was wrong for him to bury the entire company. And also... The Young Bucks never leaked me shit, I can tell you that much. I've never spoken to them outside of the one interview that we did. But um, that's what I hope or wish would happen. I don't think that will happen. But unless that happens, they are not going... There's a lot of people in the AW locker room that don't want him there. And even even if he does, there are some people that won't believe it. Um, but I, I wish that would happen because CM Punk is one of my favorite performers of all time. I think he's a fascinating guy, but I I wish that would happen. And Hey, you know what? I've had plenty of moments of clarity where I was like, God damn, man, I was snarky. I was shitty. I was, I acted like an ass and, you know, made some blanket statement apologies. It ain't hard. Move on past it. If somebody wants, if you're sincere and somebody wants to accept your apology and, and that you'll get better, good for them. But there, there are some people that it will never be good enough. I don't think that what CM Punk did is too far gone or too far to overcome anything. He didn't like, okay, so some people did get hurt. But if the person that got hurt is okay with the apology, I, I, I think that everybody else could be too. Brent says, there ever been any interest from AEW and Shane Taylor? Feels like him and the new ROH would be a no-brainer. Um, I haven't heard of any, unfortunately, and I really think he's great in the ring. I think he's amazing in the ring. And I think that he should probably fit in as a tag team somewhere. Uh, wouldn't hate eventually like him teaming with Keith Lee down the line either. Was Stu Grayson being back a one-time thing? I believe so. Any chance of Becky or Charlotte being brought back for war games? Do you think Damage Control adds a fourth member for that match? I think it either goes three on three on three Or, um, I think that it, or I think Becky will come back. Heard any plans for Ava Rain or their plans for her to wrestle right now? Have you heard how the higher ups feel about her? I heard positive things about her promo last night. Um, I was going to ask Shawn Michaels about that on Saturday, but I ended up going with the, the Jack question, but I mean, I've always heard she's got a very positive attitude. And is eager to learn and really seems to like it. Brian Smith says, Heard Andrew Azarian say no matter the outcome, the CM Punk situation is a bad look for AEW. Do you agree? What do you think are the short-term, long-term effects of this fallout? Well, the long-term effects are that AEW is losing a major draw and a lot of money. And Tony Khan has to question, you know, some some things i don't know what those things will be like who he brings into his company who he gives takes advice from power uh, you know gives power which you know that there's a silver lining in this and it's that jericho who was already a locker room leader really stepped up as a leader and a whole lot of people were talking sugar to me about chris jericho and about how he how he handled the scrum and about how he handled the the talent meeting in the following days so i mean it's not all bad there are some positives that you can take from this you can see how people behaved um, as well any update about a new WWE tv deal do you see raw or smackdown being on a streaming service in the future no you want those rights fees and you want it open and available that way you can attract new fans ideally We have Caden saying happy birthday to Cal, California, also known as Will Washington. Yes, happy birthday to Will Washington. One of, the, one of the best hires ever. And I look at him as so much more than a hire. He's a friend, just a good person. And Caden says, a truly amazing person. Sean, how does Nikki play into this story with war games? Maybe leading her own faction, go Astros. Again, I would like to see like her, Kaylee Ray or and Piper or Becky, Like you know that, like that European type of, Type of stable, I think would work out really, really well there. I think that would be a good one, but, um, I, I, having her back and reestablishing her is very important. Um, also add some stuff to that damn tag team division already. Guys, we are wrapping up. I want to thank you all so much. We are back here for AEW Dynamite tonight. But if you like this Q&A format, guess what? I'm doing one every week, FightfulSelect.com, and it's just five bucks. So you get a full show. And then every other week, you also get Ask Grapsity. Every so often, we'll have Ask Sour Graps. Every so often, we'll also have uh, Jimmy Van doing them as well. But I want to thank you guys so much, Uh, truly. I appreciate you guys.